Welcome back once more to Talking Point. I've just had a look at the monitor there, and it seems, yes, uh, it says, but as Molina said, we'll wait till we get the finer details of this peace agreement. Borders are going to be opened up. That's to help to let in relief. And uh, also, uh, I've seen your building material. But you've got to stay tuned to the Voice of the Cape for the very, very latest around what has been happening with the Palestinian people. Also, diarized the two dates that Molina has given us, 4th of September, um, the historian Dr. Saud Ab- I was going to get this right, Abu Mahfouz will be joining us here. And then the 7th of September, there is going to be a huge gathering on the Grand Parade. We will keep you updated with all the latest developments once the our esteemed guests arrive on our shore uh, from the Al-Quds Foundation. Also now, journey to Hajj with Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams. And I believe it's going to be Sheikh's last stint with us this evening. And the people have already greeted us. to Allahu Akbar. Sheikh, Assalamualaikum to you. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I'm certain, you, you know, you, you, you've been on Hajj and uh, you might be dreaming of going on Hajj, but when you go and greet the Hujats leaving, they're in a different world, Allah completely Allah different world. Allah 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 they've been called Allah by our Lord, Allah. 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 Alhamdulillahi wa ahtawa salatu wa salamu ala man la nabiya ba'd. ربي شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل الأكثة من لساني يفقه كولي يا رب الحمد لله وthanks and praises you to Allah تعالى آمين in the words of Allah تعالى Allah تعالى says to us أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وَلِلَّهِ أَلَى النَّاسِ حِجُّ الْبَيْتِ مَنِ اسْتَطَاعَ إِلَيْهِ السَّبِيلَ وَمَنْ كَفَرْ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ غَنِيٌّ عَنِ الْآلَمِينَ Ya Rabb Allah says وَلِلَّهِ أَلَى النَّاسِ Allah's made it compulsory upon mankind to perform the hajj to the baytullah مَنِ اسْتَطَاعَ إِلَيْهِ السَّبِيلَ and the words man istata'a ilayhi sabila the word man whosoever istata'a in the arabic language means those who strive for commit them for who puts in the commitment and the effort and the hard work to be able to be submissive to allah for that path ya rab wa man kafar and then allah says whosoever opposes to that the word kafar there means Oppose or reject who is not prepared to fulfill, who is not prepared to carry out or want to complete to execute that advice of Allah. فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ غَنِي Then Allah tell us, never in need. Allah is, the power of Allah is غني. He is never in need of. عَنِ الْعَالَمِينَ سُبْحَانَكْ لَحَوْلَ وَلَكُوَّةَ إِلَّا بِاللَّهِ May Allah grant khayyun barakatuhu lahu Allah Ta'ala is indirectly saying Allah possesses so much that Allah wants to shower us to uplift us to empower us to enrich us to, to take us to greater levels to greater heights to allow us to be able to see the greater insight for life 
to be able to take us to superior levels in spirituality, to be able to elevate us from the low level of animalism to the highest level of humanity. Allahu Akbar. May Allah open the path for all of us. And so Allah says, if you are so arrogant, uh, if you are so hard-headed, if you think yourself so better than the depth of your ignorance, then unfortunately, you miss it all. And Allah is not in need of you. Ya Rabb, subhanak. May Allah grant us forgiveness. Ameen. And may Allah lead us to what is best for our dunya Ameen. and best for our akhirah. People, um, the Jamil, if I probably can say this, um, I, I feel hyped inside. Yeah. I could sense it. And, but I also feel hyped where the Hujaj is concerned. Oh, no. And the departures, and you're going to the Hujaj, and everybody's excited as you just indicated. And one wishes for them that Allah will grant them that Hajj Pampul and Mabrul. So, um, I say tonight is the last Tajamil, but it feels to me that I'm at the beginning of it all. And I don't know how am I going to cover what I have in my mind, but I've tried to jot down what even needs the things that there is that I want to share with Hujaj. Um, I must really want to start with the note by saying to them, May Allah open the path for all of them. But so in the past, in my, in my abilities that I've strived to be able to present, whatever I could, I ask Maaf if I've said anything uncomfortable. If I touch you with pain and unfortunate, forgive me. And make to Allah that Allah grant us all khair and barakah. And lead us to what is best for our dunya, best for our akhirah. And then if, if Allah granted me via using this opportunity of radio to share, to touch your hearts and your meaning and your understanding, then I'm only but a tool. And Allah fused me and I ask Allah to use me always for righteousness. Mm. But so for each and every other person that Allah uses us for positivity, for ourselves and for everybody else, for this dunya and for our akhirah. And whatever has touched you with meaning and understanding and appreciation, may Allah grant successes for all of us, inshallah. I'm but a human and I've got many errors and I'm not here to be able to put play, uh, status to anybody. May Allah forgive us all. May Allah lead us to what is best for dunya. And yes, I need a tremendous lot. The Jamil, we are looking tonight and at, at, at short advices of the various things that's needed within this journey. And we ask Allah to grant the Khujaj Khair and Barakah, inshallah. We've managed in our last session to be able to cover the processes where we've been on the last nights, the last days of Hajj. We came to the moment of Mina for the last th- uh, three days called the Ayyam Tashriq. We took this especially the return from Mina to Makkah. We looked at the, the possible Umrah that happens after that and that last minute link. We looked at Tawaful uh, Wida. And we touch the importance of character and what it consists of in our session. Now, the Jamil, we want to take it from there as wanting to say to the people, Allah Ta'ala invites us in various places in the Holy Quran to be able to go on journey, to go and travel. One thing for sure, 
Allah Ta'ala in his beauty for this ummah that whatever Allah grants us as a wish or something that Allah wants us to develop in Allah makes that a fart in our life so Allah has allowed the ummah of Islam through the development you see you must be able to have the capacity of leaving your own chores your own luxuries those common things that you are used to you must leave that you must put it aside and Allah takes you a level greater than that gives you exposure and insight and depth where you come to see but what I did have or where I come from is nothing yet it's not really there I'm just impressed because that is my narrow perception that is my cocoon that I live in and I only know my cocoon but my cocoon is very 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 small narrow there's almost nothing in the depth of what is out there subhanak la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah and Allah then takes us and exposes us Allahu akbar and gives us insight and amazement to the amount of things that we see in Allah's creation and beautifully of all Allahu ta'ala puts this journey a compulsory factor that needs to happen just once yet the invitation to travel the world to travel with understanding to travel and have insight thus the scholars of today i'm speaking about the western scholars says to you if you leave your shores then it is much better if you leave your shores for 3 months is much better than sitting in a university for a whole year the amount of insight depth knowledge exposure experience it extends probably all your what whatever you've acquired acquired of experience in your own land and here allah ta'ala allows us to happen to the ummah of islam as a compulsory factor to be able to leave their own shores and allah says when allah speaks to nabi ibrahim about this allah said they will come from every corner they will leave their own homes we will invite them in their travel leave their homes and then we will take them to a what we call an international arena where the whole international world is there the united islamic nations will all be there they will be able to give you insight exposure you must have the capacity to be open to be open mind to take in and to take the levels even higher than where you find yourself subhanak la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah the jamil And so I want to take from that the issue of understanding travel. And I must probably want to say to our hujaj and I want to speak to those people who hasn't been on travel as yet. Our Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam says to us when Allah Ta'ala takes you on to a journey or invites you for this journey, please inform the people for the safety and security of your journey is dependent on those people you leave behind when they call unto Allah for your safety and security Allahu akbar but at the same time obviously there is a hadith of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam which shows that the person on travel whilst on journey your duas is mustajab for whoever you leave behind Allahu akbar so subhanak la hawla wa la quwwata illa how beautiful the greatness of this deen where Allah tells us all this but beautifully at the same time this journey 
when Allah Ta'ala speaks about it in Surah Al-Baqarah, where Allah invites man to be able to take this journey, Allah says, وَتَزَوَّدُوا See that you prepare yourself for this journey. It is a whole preparational work, and that preparation takes time. If you've been born a Muslim, from the moment you become mukallaf, that, that preparation takes place. Could we share them off? Could we just on that note hold it for a second? Yeah. I need to go for a very, very short break. I'm certain those listening to Sheikh now, who's probably been on Hajj, and they know elderly, and they... Probably tears are flowing. You can't no. help it. No. It comes naturally. Back with you after this. Talking point. Getting you talking. Talking point on 91.3 FM Stereo. Well, we continue with our journey to Hajj with Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams. Sheikh, over to you. The Jamil, we, we were at the point of saying that Allah's advice is that we actually need to actually do uh, preparations. And it was probably just for the advice of Akhu Jaj and for everybody out there, with me, myself first. That preparation is both the physical and the spiritual, or which I would like to call the ritual and the spiritual. Ritual and the spiritual. The ritual is those things that is the physical things, your passport, your visas, whatever you need, and what amal they put us in the photos of Tunchafat with your yellow card with the injections and all those things. The, those are all the spiritual processes of preparation. I mean, the physical parts, the ritual parts. The ritual parts. And, and, and besides that, there is spiritual parts. Now, a great portion of that spiritual part starts with the amount of knowledge we need to go into this journey. If you are not geared with the necessary knowledge, we try to just give you advice and guidance, but you need to be able to go do your own research, go in there. You need to have people that is your mentors who guide you along. And that, that becomes your spiritual processes. Because the expectation on Hajj by Allah is extremely high. You're going to the highest level of ibadah. And the person must have gone to prepare himself thoroughly. You're not going for the uh, um, the 10 kilometer walk. Mm. You're going for the marathon now. It is true the ultimate marathon from its beginning right until the end. And if you haven't prepared yourself in physical, psychological, mental, from every angle, then unfortunately you're not going to make it. And with all our wish and desire that you must become successful, you're not going to make it. We can have all the wishes and we can make all the du'as for you. You're not going to make it. That is, that is written on the wall. And, and we're not wishing negativity for anybody. We have the great desire that you should be able to be there, but it depends on yours, such as Allah's words, what has a wadu see that you prepare yourself. And as I've said earlier, that preparation starts from the moment you are 15 or 16 
or mukallaf from that onwards start to prepare these many needs in there. There's financial needs in there. There's physical needs in there. There's health needs in there. There's um, character, your character development in there. Your spiritual growth and development. Your iman and taqwa needs to be seen to. Your yaqeen and tawakkul needs to have developed. All those things should have developed through the years and should have gone and worked at them so that when that day comes, that when Allah takes you on that great journey, that Allah grants you khair and barakah on that, Ya Rabb. And we wish for our khujaja they actually reap success in those processes. Allahumma amin. It's almost like you are now going to write your final exam. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> But I mean, um, uh, I probably can uh, um, just mention to the people, as a person, you are not going to go amongst your own. You, uh, imagine you are now amongst the international elite. You're, you're truly amongst the international elite of the highest level. And subhanak, most probably you're not, you, you feel, but I, I, I'm not worthy of this. But Allah has just taken you from the international level and brought you and taken you as the elite for that moment. Allahu Akbar. What a status. And how many of us don't feel, but you almost feel that, Ya Rabb, but Allah has granted to them and Allah selected you. There's other much more fortunate, much more people that ex- uh, possess status, position, wealth. Uh, but here you, you feel you an, you an, I'm an ordinary man. Yet, but Allah grants you that status, that opportunity, that moment. And again, you are the elite in the sight of Allah, the international elite in an arena that not everybody gets the opportunity, the arena of the highest level. Amongst international guests of almost every level, you name the status, they've got status. Position, they have it. Well, they possess it. And they come on this journey, and you're amongst one of them, the guests of Allah Ta'ala. Allahu Akbar. And so the company that you have is extremely important. You realize that you are amongst those international foreigners. You realize that you should be open-minded. You should be aware and look and see what you can gain. One should be aware of the fact that there should be a healthy mindset. That you should be going on this journey recognizing, I am not it all. I need so much more. But amongst the, the world out there, my Lord have selected me amongst my people to be representative Allahu Akbar and so in its true sense I am a representative chosen by Allah in Arabic the word is Safir you are Safir as a what we say the, the, uh, the person who represents his country in another country a person who goes to take the culture of his people the qualities and the values, whatever there is amongst his people, and he go and share it with others. But he also goes and take from others and bring back to his own. And what good he can pick up there, he actually brings back. What we call in English the word ambassadors. 
and, and Ya Rabb, sometimes I feel I'm not worthy this, but Allah will grant us this. And if we can understand that, we need to understand that sense of equality. I need to see myself equal to everybody. Not arrogance, not Satanism, for Satanism is when I think myself superior. I become so little, so insignificant, near nothing in front of Allah, when I imagine I am. I'm this person, I have, I can. You know, we are, we come from this family, we possess so much. Then Allah sees me so insignificantly smaller that I'm nothing compared to Allah, nothing. Allah wants me to see how insignificant I am. Thus, in the words of our Creator, the words of our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he says, Man Those who can see the, that they're worthy of nothing within themselves, they don't, that they don't deserve this greatness, this glory, this honor, they recognize how fortunate they are. It cannot happen by themselves. They don't have the capacity to take them where they are. If they dream that, that is arrogance. If they feel that, that is arrogance. And all the issues of arrogance is the filth of shaitan deep in our hearts that affects our brains. Na'udhu billah. And when it affects our brains, it negatively affects our actions. Na'udhu billah. And so the sense of equality, non-inferiority amongst others, neither superiority, but equality. I see myself as no better, no greater, no less than anybody else. I see myself fortunate amongst everybody of Allah's fortunate slaves. So the issue of I recognize what makes me equal is that sense of respect that there is living amongst us. I respect them for who they are and they respect me for who I am. Ya Rabb. I then have the national feeling of because that respect lives amongst us, I share. I give with its time, with its opportunity, with its a sense of consideration. That is what I, 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 I'm not arrogant for what happens to me or against me. I feel that whoever is doing whatever is happening amongst me is with a great concern of others. So my mindset must be a sense of understanding. I'm on a plane amongst so many who have the same enthusiasm, the same drive as I have and wanting to achieve. And so they are not doing anything against me. They're doing anything with me or I am just part. I'm a drop in this great ocean that's going to move. The currents in it, if I am not prepared to accept myself within the current of it, I'm going to go against this current and me, the drop, is going to feel the unfortunate pain of that great current eating on this drop. But if I melt myself amongst or I dissolve myself amongst this ocean, subhanak, the current is going to take me to greater levels and going to take me to higher processes. Subhanak, may Allah open the path for all of us. Amen. And so that mindset is such an important thing. And because I can share the issue of care and love, compassion and mercy comes normal. And that is what we're supposed to have as when people performing hajj. And obviously that creates, if anything happens uncomfortably, I create immediately an excuse for the other people. If I've been trampled on, I find a reason. 
most probably those people didn't mean it. Mm. Most probably there's something behind of what I didn't see. So let me not be as insignificantly ignorant to judge to judge people and be judgmental. Instead, let me find an excuse. Recognize they are part of what I need. They are the environment that I need to be able to be that little drop that melts into this whole big as process of arena of success for all of us, inshallah. Mm. And so the essence of understanding that, Jameer, that the, the word you mentioned in, in the break, where you said it's test and challenges, or it is a test that the person is going to go through, the greatest and final test of his life. Almost like the final one, Yawm Al-Qiyam, when Allah can be tested. Ya so Allah grants us all this to uplift and to grant us this opportunity. And we wish for the Hujaj and Allah to grant them this, that they have that ability to come out successful in that processes. And here I'd just like to tell the Hujaj, Allah's words in the Holy Quran, وَتَزَوَّدُوا See that you prepare yourselves. فَإِنَّ خَيْرَ الزَّادِ taqwa. The best of Zad, says Allah, is Taqwa. The greatest level of spirituality, consciousness of your Lord, realizing that you're but an insignificant slave of Allah and the other slaves which are pitch black. Sorry for my English. They must be probably greater in the sight of Allah. The iman and the level of reality of humanity might be superior to mine by far. They might be black of outside color with pure white hearts. Where mine is most probably a light skin, but probably with darker hearts. Na'udhu billah, may Allah protect us. So it, as, as we must be able to see others of what we want for ourselves. We must see the positivity in everybody out there. We must see good and righteousness in everything and not be ready to undermine and to look down onto other people. But appreciate if I see something which is unfortunate where they, they are concerned, where I am fortunate. And so, that sense of understanding that the, 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 the development should not be development for the self of only preparation of, spir- of ritual, but spiritual as well. And so obviously because this is the final test of Audin, the last pillar that takes you to the highest level of humanity, if for your dunya and for your akhirah, Allah grants us challenges that is equal to the level of this journey. Remember when you were in grade one at school, they gave you a test, right? But at that time when you were in grade one, the test that they gave you was worthy of your, t- of your, your level that you went through at school. You were at grade one at school. They prepared you for the whole year and the final part of the year was there was a test given to you and you came out successful to that test, isn't it? If you get to grade 12, metric, and then what happens? They have another test for you. That Jamil imagine they were giving the, t- the metric test to the grade 1 children. Would that have been fair? Allahu Akbar. Allahu Ta'ala is not unfair. But similarly, how uncomfortable will it be when you and I are in metric, but we expect an exam to be able to be the exam of grade 1? That's was also unfair, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. So obviously when you are in the metric level, we've actually nurtured, developed and skilled you. We worked with we 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 got you into the swing of growing of, of, of to the extent where your exam is gonna be to that level. 
And we want to see that you come out successful there. And Allah then grants you that that test comes upon you. And so here the test is. And so the challenges in that test is not going to be equal to the great ones. It's going to be equal to the level that you are on. Mm -hmm. But don't forget, Hajj is not metric. It's not the first year in university. It's not your master's. It's when you do your final of your PhD. When the doctors and the professors are all sitting around and they cut you to pieces. You're at this level now. So they, they put the challenges out to you. Each one of them hitting at you from every angle. Only wanting to see the best comes forth from you. So this is the level of your test. And we ask, may Allah Talqanta Hujaj to have prepared Amen. themselves really to that sense. Amen. We will see that. Sheikh, I just need to go for a very, very short break. And uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams uh, will be back with us after this. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. 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 Well, we are on our journey to Hajj with Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams, and I think for the last 10 minutes, I knew it was going to be an emotional one. This journey we've been taking was taken with Sheikh. Sheikh, over to you. Benjamin, we were at the, pro- the, pro- the issue of that we all says you prepare yourselves, and obviously, we said the challenges and the test is going to be of a high level. Now, I would want us to understand. When Allah allowed us to come to this dunya initially, initially Allah said to us, this dunya is not the place that I've actually sent you to to be able to stay. This is the world we're going to challenge you, we're going to test you in, but we want you to become successful out of this so that we can grant you an opportunity and abode thereafter where there's going to be ease and contentment, success for you. But you need to become successful in this dunya. And if you become successful in this dunya, then that abode is yours. But if you don't become successful in this dunya, Ya Rab, may Allah protect all of us, then unfortunately you will ne- not get that abode. Ya Rab, protect us from the fire of Jahannam. Ya Rab, And so what Allah does, Allah has given for humanity on this dunya whilst they came from the time of Nabi Adam for their full duration of their stay in this world. They had a common enemy. And Allah said to all of them, Do not, and I ask you and I beg you, don't compromise with him. Only see him as an enemy of yours. Because the nature of him is, he's a workaholic. And he doesn't work 24-7. He works 25-8. Don't ask me where the other comes from. That's how he works. And Makkah is not prohibited to him. Allahu Akbar. Instead, <laughs> instead, the Jamil, he is so powerful that if he works with you in an army, with you in an army back home, wherever you come from, let's say you've got five to six guys that, that actually does his work for him, that reports back to him on a daily basis. In Makkah, he's got something like a hundred of them on you, mm-hmm. working with you, making sure that they get you at every corner, mm-hmm. every angle, every position, mm-hmm. every moment they find you. He, they work at you to be able to manipulate, to break down, because they know for sure There's one thing, now shaitan knows there's one thing that he cannot fight and break down with hijah's concern. 
Because that's the only guarantee that you get And that is Allah's going to forgive every sin For as old as you are If you are 80 years And you, you know, 75 of your um, 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 say, uh, If you're 80 years, 65 of that years You were a mukallaf person is supposed to be responsible and you're doing the doing things things that was harmful and pain and sin and faults and errors and shortcomings. Then all that Allah Ta'ala would forgive in a split second the day of Arafah. But it's been guaranteed as a fact. It's the only real true fact that stands solid and firm that nobody, not even Shaitan with all his powers, can bring change to. So what he says to himself, Wow. I cannot stand this. I'm going to make sure I'm going to break them. So what's he going to break them? Nothing. No, 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 no. He can. You know what's he going to work at, Jamil? He's working to see that that which you came for, the objective, the purpose for that hajj, which is called hajj magbul and hajj mabrur, I'm going to manipulate that. I'm going to tarnish that. I'm going to break it down. I'm going to tamper it. I'm going to make it uncomfortable for you. By what? By your your emotions, your feelings, your reaction with those people and those things around you. Na'udhu billah. And he's going to make sure that the salah becomes impossible. Or for that matter, you're not going to stand the fact that you're going to be a person amongst the people who's got to delve or mix with them. And you're going to want to have it your way. Na'udhu billah. And you're creating a bottleneck for yourself. You're making yourself going upstream while everybody the stream is going down. And you make it so uncomfortable for yourself because shaitan is going to do everything to prevent you of getting hajj makbul and mabrur. He's not happy because he cannot work at, forg- at that forgiveness. So what is happening here? Asking the judge to be focused. Focus at the, f- at the sense of what is it that Allah wants for me to do? What am I supposed to carry out? How am I supposed to get value out of what the, hujj, the Nabi said? Take from me your pattern of hajj and do that and keep that link with Allah strong. How does Allah in the Quran guide us along? And that deep inter- intimacy should be developing within ourselves, uh, with ourselves and our Lord so that we can obtain that status. And at the same time, how do we know what, what is those things that shaitan will use to be able to prevent us from getting that so that he, we do not fall, in, fall prey to his negativities and his wrong. And may Allah protect. Um, and so yeah, yeah. we want to say his objective is he wants to only destroy our hajj. Na'udhu billah. May Allah protect. And so having to say that that creates or brings back brings to an end the fact that we doing the hajj for the sake of Allah, we ask Allah that Allah accept us and that Allah grants us the hujaj especially that they've done the necessary preparation and all those preparation would be an advantage to them with recognizing how to obtain that hajj to be a hajj magbul and mabrur insha'Allah. The Jamil, there's, there's, there's two more things that I probably just want to share with him, with the judge, if I probably can, with the amount of time that we have left. I, we've got about a minute and a half left. Sure. Allah, <laughs> Allah. It goes so quick. The Jamil, the issue of the person is going to be in the best of pe- amongst the best of people, and all those people are the guests of Allah. But amongst that, you're also going to be in the presence of your Lord, Allah. And coming to Mecca, you're going to be in the parlor of Allah. But you also, when Allah invites you to come to the city of Medina, you're going to be in the presence of the best of Allah's creation. Our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And each and every one of us who gets this opportunity 
have could not have been Muslim without this person, without his deep impact on that of our forefathers, so that you and I can be Muslim. Because we couldn't have become a Muslim, could have entered into this deen, was it not for our forefathers? And was it not for this leader who led the forefathers into this path? So they, they could walk, and so that thus we, you and I, could also walk on the Sirat al-Mustaqim. And so appreciating, appreciating this opportunity to be in the presence of this Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa and in the presence of his great person, persons that has been his friends, the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, and here you get this opportunity. And so the essence of understanding that wonder that lies within the city of Medina and that of our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa last but not least, also those other people and the historical events that has taken place from the time of that Nabi, the revelation of this Qur'an, the, the wars that has taken place with the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, and the opposition that there has been amongst against the Muslims, and the various issues that Allah takes us to in exposure to come to see where did this revelation come down at which mountains, what happened with the Nabi, how he had to flee from one position to the other, like the Hijrah the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam had to go through, and see the highlights of all these things that has an effect on our journey on this Hajj. May Allah grant our people Hajj Magbul and Mabru. If I probably can add to some points, the point of understanding we need to have appreciation that needs to bring us to the sense of appreciation to be appreciated to have shukr for Allah. Last but not least to say to the person that there is a major difference between the word istighfar and tawbah. Istighfar is when you and I ask Allah for forgiveness. And that is something that Allah gives us. Um, Tawbah is when you and I recognize our faults. <laughs> we admit to our faults. We blame nobody else for that but ourselves. Um, and we beg of Allah and we strive and we put the commitment on ourselves to want to work to become better people and to come out as successful um, people. Um, Thus Allah, um, as the hadith says, May Allah grant those people Hajj Magpul and Mabrur. And we Ameen. ask the Hujajas, Allah says in the Holy Quran, mm-hmm. I only want them to be able to be aware of my mm-hmm. favors that I bestow on them. Mm-hmm. And so that they can remember me, their Lord. Shukran, wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Well, we say shukran there to Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams has been the last program of the journey to Hajj. We look forward to next when Sheikh rejoins us again for all your sacrifices and the time you've offered up, Sheikh, to be with us and to educate us. We say shukran very much and we say to you, wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shukran, wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Well, that's also a wrap from me, Jamil Wallace, and Rashida. We are going to be leaving you and uh, give you an opportunity to listen to UNISA, a week at New UNISA. My thanks to Faldi Fandalili, sound engineer, back with you tomorrow evening with another edition of Talking Point. Until then, from me and Rashida, we say to you, wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.